0: Yes, welcome to the No Ideas Original Podcast featuring Shanam, Mr. Rob, and Zane. This is episode 93, and we're calling this episode WWRD, which is What Would Rob Do? This episode is going to be in honor of Rob. So for those that have been following No Ideas Original Podcast for some time in our journey and know Rob's story, you know, Rob spoke, uh, he spoke often, or he speaks a lot about his, um, his medical issues. And, you know, Rob was in need of a kidney transplant. He had kidney disease. And, you know, we're happy to announce that last week, Rob actually was the beneficiary of a donor, and Rob received the kidney transplant. So, you know, Rob's going to be out for a little bit of time, but he's going to be out for a good reason. You know, it it was the best news that I received in a long time. Extremely excited for Rob. I think this means so much for um. For Rob in terms of opportunities and different things he could do. You know, I spoke to him the other day. He was extremely upbeat and excited. He's ready to get back and, and start recording. I keep telling him, like, yo, pace, pace yourself, Rob. You know, so it's it's exciting times. I'm very happy for Rob. And I'm sure he's gonna see this. I'm sure Rob will probably comment in the comment section also. If you're watching this, leave a comment for Rob. Also, just just you know, sharing your well-wishes and, and your support for him. You know, it's, this, this is an amazing story. You guys really, really follow the podcast. We had Mike Hands on some time ago. And Mike Hands, when he recorded with us, he was actually in dialysis. He was doing dialysis. And shortly thereafter, Mike Hands ended up getting a kidney. I remember talking to Rob and saying to Rob, you next. So the power of manifestation, you know, you put that in the universe and, and, and you get it. And here we are, Rob, with a brand new kidney. I can't wait to see him in person and tell him he smell like new kidney scent. <laughs> <laughs> what you been up to man how your week been going
1: Uh we've been we've been cool man it's been, it's been rolling it's just as far as day it was just so hot outside man it's like uh felt like it was like 98 degrees today but um for the next seven days it's gonna be scattered showers but everybody was looking miserable outside that's how hot it was you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i mean but overall you know we, we already know that august is always the the, the hottest month Hottest month of the year whatever but um and hopefully i don't know later on down this year man we'll, we'll, we'll have an indian summer man because i'm not i'm not really looking forward to seeing any snow yeah well you know global
0: warming is real so you probably won't have any snow yo yeah. so let's, let's 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 get right to it some of the topics that we're talking about tonight the first thing we want to start off talking about was just how polarizing this discussion has been around the vaccine and um you know, again, like we've made it a point, or at least I've made it a point on the podcast, not to really attempt to discuss my opinion as it relates to um, the vaccine. And I've done that strategically. The reason why I've done that is because I feel like that we have almost like a societal responsibility because well, we're, we're on an open mic and people look at this to attempt to be unbiased and to provide, I guess, people with the best information. But I'll go on record and say that my opinion as it relates to the vaccine, is pro-choice and when i say pro-choice i think that means people should do whatever they feel is in the best interest of them if you feel like that you know it makes sense for you to get vaccinated you get vaccinated if you're opposed to getting vaccinated you don't get vaccinated um but what really stands out to me with this conversation as it relates to the vaccine is that i'm starting to feel like this is becoming another um another social construct in a sense of a divide of people like you know so we have white We have black, we have rich, we have poor, we have religious people, we have people that are non-believers. And now we have vaccinated or you're unvaccinated. And I step back and I look and I'm like, we have mainstream media pumping out on a regular basis about the importance of why you should get vaccinated. And then you click online to social media and on social media, there's a strong presence around why you shouldn't get vaccinated. And there's just so much, so much information out there. I think it's really difficult to begin to to, to kind of call through what is the true information. So if you're a person who's on the fence and you're, you're trying to determine which way you're going, the research is endless because you can find something that supports getting a vaccine and then find somebody with a counter argument as to why you should get a vaccine, you know, get the vaccine. But I just find that it's become like the, the latest news cycle. It's like we went from a news cycle that was predominantly talking about the election and Donald Trump and all that. And then once that died down, you know, sort of a natural shift of progression into vaccination talk and COVID talk. And it's just been, it's just been ongoing. Like that's, that every soon you turn on the news, it leads with the vaccine. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Hmm.
1: Well, just like we, we always say a lot of times it's popular belief versus fact. Um, then you have, like, a lot of, like, backseat doctors that say, Oh, I'm not getting this vaccine. I'm not doing that. But these dudes be doing, like, every drug in the world or having unprotected sex, shooting up whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, shooting up drugs in their system and all that. I mean, come on, man. So, at the end of the day, it's like, um... It's it's, it's 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 gonna come to a point to where, as we already know, you know, you're not gonna be able to go to like your 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 your, your convenience stores or like your Walmart, your Targets, and stuff like that to get just the basic necessities without having that vaccine in your system. So, there's one of two things. There's always uh, a side hustle or a loophole or something so you're gonna have probably people making a whole rack of money making these fraudulent cards which people are already getting arrested for anyway or you know how they say oh you're not gonna be able to get this you're not gonna be able to get that well that means that a family member or a relative it's going to take the sole responsibility for getting people stuff and probably getting, you know, paid on the side of some some extra dollars for getting stuff in the store for people that don't want to get vaccinated. But ultimately, it's going to come down to, uh, you know, a very strict uh, situation with these mandates where they're going to just not let people, they, they're going to just start separating people. It's going to be like segregation all over it. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and this time, it's not going to matter what color you are. Because if you look at the, the origins of people, it's, it's, it's vastly widespread. It's not majority black. I mean, they saying that in the news and stuff. But I know there's many white brothers and sisters that's not taking it just as much as black brothers and sisters. Or Indian brothers and sisters. Or Asians or, or, or Spanish or whatever. Or Latin, I should say. So at the end of the day, man, I just think that... um. People need to make 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 the proper choice and make it soon. I mean, we already see that Pfizer has been FDA approved, so now I guess a lot of people that got the Moderna shot they want to see what's gonna go on with that. What's gonna be, you know, the, the the uh, you know, the uh, you know, the time time situation on that. But I'm gonna say for myself, um, for those that are thinking that is poison is this is that you got to look at this too right why would they give a vaccine to doctors and people on the front line if they don't think it's going to be at least a 50 percent chance if uh, or more of the people actually still living after they take the vaccine because i could see if like you know uh that wasn't the situation but you're not gonna have people on the front line like like the the, the the people that we need i mean everybody's important but i mean policemen nurses doctors scientists oceanographers whatever you know what i'm saying uh uh chefs people i mean everybody that's on the front line people people that people that's in a transit you know uh uh uh, uh you know, industry and stuff like that. They they're not gonna have it to where these people take this vaccine and then they just wanna dwindle them away. Like you got a lot of a lot of you know stuff on YouTube and other different sources that's not credible, saying that people that that quote unquote take these vaccines are not gonna be around in the next three five years. I think I think it's hogwash. I really think nobody knows. It, it's all it's it's, it's, all, it's all a chance because this this um this technology within that you know, the Pfizer and within the Moderna, it's a it's a new situation for a lot of people. Um, and they, you know, just, just waiting back and saying, but I would say um, at the end of the day, you don't want this stuff to, to morph into something else because being at the Delta variant is already, is already bad. Imagine if the Delta variant morphs into something else and then it's, it's a snowball effect. It's gonna come to a point where, I mean, going to get you crazy so with people not not going to come out that, that the government would not or military won't allow people to come outside if, if, if this thing keeps morphing well you know in terms
0: of even like the polarization piece of it what i think about is like there's almost like it's again i'm saying the mainstream media and then the information you get off of social media and it's unfortunate because i think there's shaming that goes on i think people that are vaccinated shame people that are not vaccinated and there are people that are not vaccinated <laughs> that shame people for getting vaccinated and that to me has led to just like a further a further divide of humanity and mankind and i think that you know i, th- I get that people like hot topics and things to pick up and and run with and and talk about and and attempt to prognosticate upon but it's It almost becomes, it becomes troubling when you have um, an entertainer doing a concert under the guise of, okay, if you get vaccinated, you to attend this concert for free. To me, that does nothing to restore trust in people as to why they should get vaccinated. You know, and conversely, if you think about also like, that the, the, the whole, the imagery around everything that's going on, on on social media too, like there's so much effort and energy put into actually tearing down getting vaccinated. It's almost like, it's almost like it's cool to not be vaccinated. Like people wear it as a badge of honor, like yeah, I ain't vaccinated, I ain't taking that shit, I ain't doing this, I ain't doing that or whatever. And it really, it really is, it puts people, it removes the ability for people to make a choice that is relevant and important specific to them you know and it it really has a feeling of politics to me when you start thinking about like democrats and republicans like you know there was um the discussion to go back to um presidential election about joe biden and the crime bill and that became like a talking point for a lot of people that were anti-liberal anti-democrat like joe biden the the crime bill joe biden the crime bill and then people that were anti-republican and anti-trump you know the, the wall and donald trump and so it's like people just pick up on these sound bites and they take it and run with it and what's scary to me is like it creates a bunch of people that don't have the ability to sort of discern and to, to filter through the information and make an educated choice based on what's beneficial to them and that's mm-hmm. that it's, and it's this with politics you could kind of do that because you know there are a lot of people who sit on the sidelines of politics and don't ever feel like they're directly impacted But this, as you were saying, like making a decision with this directly impacts you, you know, because you can take the vaccine and you can run the risk of whatever the side effects are. Like you're saying, nobody knows what the side effects are. But then the other side of it is that you cannot take the vaccine and find yourself kinda iced out or isolated from all the other things that's going on in the country. And I remember um, when we did touch on this a little bit, months ago, I was saying that I think that, you know, that what's gonna happen is that they're gonna find out a way to kinda do a soft mandate around the vaccine. So what they do is they put it in position in like schools, like, okay, you know, in order for you to enroll in college, you gotta be vaccinated. In order for you to fly, you gotta be vaccinated. In order for you to work in this industry, you gotta be vaccinated, you know? And it, it's it's unfortunate because I think it, I don't I don't know if it's gotten to the point that it embarks on people's civil liberties or people's rights, but I do think that there are sneaky ways to make things mandatory without actually calling it mandatory. And I feel like that—that that the nature of the vaccine and what the vaccine actually does is not nearly as compelling as the discussion about the vaccine. You know, like people love to debate it, ask why, go just go on social media, and if you probably put hashtag COVID or something like that, you'll see the debate around is so much now that also, I mean, I don't know about on Facebook, but I know on Instagram, you see anytime people mention anything else related to COVID, to coronavirus, to the vaccine or something, they put the disclaimer underneath of whatever the post is for that reason, because there's just so much information out there. Like you could, you could literally come out and say, well, scientists and doctors are saying that you know it's proven effective you should take it and if somebody else could show you a post of uh, a person that's a scientist or a doctor saying why you shouldn't take it right, right. Or, you could fi- or you could find a uh you know conversely a scientist saying don't take it but then you have other people that's renowned doctors saying why you should take it so it just become almost like information overload it's like um going to the movies and when you go to the movie theater they show you the pictures of the popcorn the peanuts and all that stuff to subliminally make you begin to think about oh maybe I do need a hot dog maybe I do maybe I do need a vaccine maybe I don't need the vaccine you know but it's moved away from what the significance actually is it's moved away from the discussion about moving humanity forward to just again creating a divide of either you're vaccinated or you're not vaccinated and events travel jobs and all those things to me only do further do it, it further polarizes and creates a further divide amongst that that population, whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. It's a conversation starter. Think about it. I don't know how many people you bumped into that maybe you didn't see during a pandemic, you know, and that's like one of the top three questions they ask you. Hey, how you doing? How's your family? Hey, did you take the vaccine or not? Or are you getting the vaccine or, or not? Like, that. that's sort of become the topic for every day for everybody.
1: Yeah, and now, uh, I, I, I just think, man, it's a lot of stuff that i would be thinking that i can't really share on here and i'll probably save that for another show but um <laughs> there's ain't after dark show. yeah but um i just think ultimately one of the reasons why they, they they having it to where like you know people like you know like you said people can't travel to and to and from and all these other different like things that people normally have to do to keep their sanity I'm thinking that they know that, shoot, within another year, if things keep going the way it is right now, where it's so much like a situation of people saying they're they, they hesitant to take this vaccine, it's gonna get, I don't know, something real, real, real bad is gonna happen. And I think that that's, that's the main reason, like, we all know something's gonna be bad if it's Delta variant gets completely out of control, but I'm thinking scientists and the government and military, know, some other stuff, and they just trying to push this, push this agenda as much as possible just to make sure that people, you know, at at least, at least get one shot, and then you got to look at it too, you might have people that are hesitant and might just get that one shot, and might not get that booster. You know what I'm saying? Just to say, "Oh, I got that one shot. I, right, I'm good. I'm not gonna take another one ever again." Then you got people that took the booster, and then you got people that's already because I, 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 know several people that told me, um, when they went in for their initial shot, it was people that had these health conditions, you know, prior to, you know, getting the vaccine, of course, and they was going in for their third shot already. So it's, 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 it's going to get wild. It's going to get like the wild, wild west if, if. If things don't settle down and you know people don't don't stay in the house uh that are that are not back, that that decides not to get the vac get vaccinated because I mean and like I said before I think I think you even said it too shy like a mixture of too many of the vaccinated and non-vaccinated people that's not good that's not good at all so I
0: I, would, I
2: respect you, you know I respect
0: yeah, I respect people's, um, you know, people's decision to get vaccinated, and I respect people's apprehension around getting vaccinated. Again, I just feel like that. I think the, whatever decision you make, you have to deal with the outcomes. Like if you make the decision to get vaccinated, and there are
2: potential effects
0: have to endure, whatever the potential side effects are. If you, make the not to get if you make the decision not to get vaccinated, and as a result of it you know, it hinders your employment or to participate in events or go to these restaurants or something like that. Like, you just have to, you kind of got to roll with it, you know, but at the end of the day, everybody should be making a decision that they feel is in the best interest of them. Yeah, you was gonna say something?
1: Please, 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 y'all, I see this stuff every day when I'm out and about. You in a grocery store, department store, wherever. Even at somebody else's house, make sure you put something over your hand before you touch these doorknobs or touch these public bathroom uh, 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 handles, because and on the way out the bathroom too. When if you washing it? your hands, the door doing this for like 20 seconds, I'm and sorry. you just take your bare hand and put it on a filthy handle and open up the up, open up the, the public bathroom door to get out. It defeats the purpose. Yeah. It? It makes Funny. Sense. <laughs> <laughs> your saw keep your wipes and stuff like that, and try to keep your hands away from your eyes, your mouth, and your nose. Because as we already know, this COVID stuff is respiratory, so you got to keep your hands away from your, from your, especially from your nose and your mouth, you know?
2: Yeah, it's
0: funny, funny you say that, Zane, because even pre-pandemic, I was one of those people who never touched the handles the public bathroom doors, or never touched the thing to flush the toilet, Where I flushed the toilet with my... My foot, my shoe.
1: My
0: foot. Yeah, I, I use my foot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. can't touch any of that stuff. Man, have you, did you get a chance to see um, Iggy Azalea's, Iggy, what's that, how you pronounce her last name? Iggy Azalea, right? Iggy yeah. Azalea, What she said um, on social media. So she, she's under the position, her position is that record label should hire counselors, a therapist, a
1: psychologist for their artists. What do you think about that? I think the record labels should have did that with the first record contract ever ever, ever signed. These, these record labels—they're not there to uh, keep rich. They're there to keep you with a little bit of money in your pocket and shock the rest away from you. Because if that was the (laughs) case, these, 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 these these, these record labels, I have it to where these artists, I have way more publishing. And every other rapper, whether it's old school, new school, and in between, they always talking about, oh, I never had somebody to tell me about such and such with a record contract. Well, that's why you're supposed to have a manager or a lawyer or, biz- or business manager, a manager, and a lawyer, but especially the lawyer to look over the contract. But you know what it is too, Shy? When, Especially with this generation, right? With this new generation you got all these rappers looking all crazy tatted up all over their face and just looking all bugged out make excellent music some of them some of them make eye music but a lot of them like hip-hop hip-hop to me besides like heavy metal is the most unhealthy uh genre of music it's always an it. artist it's always an artist smoking a cigarette or oh. si- sipping some lean sipping some hard liquor uh talking about having sex with this that and the third it, it just promotes too much substance abuse and that's where the that's where the labels make their money because if these labels keep these young artists these these these, these young boys and girls or uh grown men and women sedated right they won't be able to think clear. And number two, it, uh, as, as we all know, when you have two celebrities that are in a relationship, it doesn't work that long because you gotta have somebody that's a normal civilian or somebody that's a superstar. That normal civilian, if they care about you, they're gonna be on the outside, They're gonna be on the inside looking out and on the outside looking in. You know what I'm saying? But but when you're in that industry and you're engulfed by all the celebrity stardom and all that, you kind of sedated and indulge into that. And it you just get engulfed into it. And a lot of, like, see the stuff going on with, with Kanye and Kim. Now, if Kim wasn't who she had her fame to be prior to getting to Kanye, she was like a, a, a normal woman. Okay, prime example. Just like, um, what's the guy named? Kendrick Lamar. And his label. Mm-hmm. they've been together since who knows? Or J. Cole and his, you know what I'm saying? You can't mm-hmm. just have two two big celebrities because these labels are sharks. And I definitely agree with Iggy and Zelly, They but they should have had this stuff a long time ago. Like right now, what hip hop's like what 47 years old? Yeah. Something like that, oh, right? Yeah, well, it's 47. I, 47 years later. I think you want some damage done. Yeah,
0: I think, I, think, I think you, I think you on something with, um, you know, them having this a long time ago. But I also think that it could probably takes time. I don't know why they don't have it now, but I think it takes time for people to realize like what else comes with the industry. Because if you look at sports now, sports and sports, they have sports psychologists. They have like when you go to the, start the NFL, the NBA, the Major League Baseball. They're like financial advisors and stuff put in place. Like, they, they, I think there's enough history in hip hop now to know what are the pitfalls for artists. You know, and some of it is substance abuse. Some of it is um previous trauma that they had prior to getting into the industry. Some of it is trauma related to finally having money. Some, some of it is financial abuse that they, that they're subjected to. Um, newfound freedom, different opportunities So yeah, I do think that there would be value in having clinicians or therapists to um, to work with. But there's also, I think, a stigma associated with actually seeking mental health help. Like only in probably the last three or four years, I think, have we started talking more openly about mental health struggles. You know, for the longest, especially in the Black community, Black and um, Latino community, if you have a therapist, they they say you are. What did they say? You Oh, you crazy, this, that. Like they didn't, people didn't realize that mental health was just as valuable as physical health. So now you have more prominent figures who are stepping forward and actually making it cool to, to seek counseling. You know, I know Charlemagne God is like one of the number one advocates in terms of talking about mental health and mental health awareness. And now I think that as a, as a community, hip hop um, blacks, kids, Latinos. I think people are now opening up and becoming more receptive to it. Now, what we need is for record labels to embrace it also and see the value of it. And I can't see why a record label wouldn't embrace it and see the value of it, because at the end of the day, the artist is your product, right? And you want to protect your product to make sure that your product can sell. The same way sports owners invest in psychologists and therapists for, um, for their players, because they Without this huge contract, they give that, the, the athlete a huge contract and they want the athlete to perform. And if you want your product or your, your person, your artist, or whatever it is to perform better, what better way than it's gonna help them deal with some of the trauma that they're, um, they're subjected to? Who knows if they had this in place, maybe some of these artists that fall victim to some of these pitfalls while they're out in the road or while they're new in the industry, they will potentially be able to avoid. You know, I mean, everything comes at a cost for the label, and like you said earlier, like the labels, the labels in the business are figuring out how they could probably siphon as much money as possible out of all. It does show up eventually if a record label does, and maybe we don't know. Maybe record labels are doing it, but if it does show up, I'm sure record label will find a way to attach that to the bill, turn in terms of being recuperated for stuff with the artist. Like, oh, you got wardrobe, you went and did your shows, you did promo. And you've seen
1: the psychologist who charges the hourly rate of $200 an hour or whatever it is. So all of this is coming out of your budget. But I have to say, like, I honestly think that would be money well spent. You got to look at it too, Sha. which um, I'm sure you've probably heard of this. They have this thing called MK Ultra, where a lot of these celebrity big time, mostly, you're going to hear about it like the big time uh, artists. You ain't going to hear about it from like Joe Schmo having having a a meltdown like you know when you hear about uh britney spears and just a lot of these different different artists um i believe that you know if they would have had the the, you know the the, uh, type of services that, that we were talking about earlier then yeah a lot of them wouldn't have had that meltdown some some of them get so deep into it into whatever it is hypnosis or whatever it is that they they ne- they never come out of it. You know, look at look at look at people like who? Shanae O'Connor and people from way back in the day. You know, people even try to say, you know, the, the situation happened with, with Lauren Hill back then. We don't know. You see what I'm saying? But I do know that a lot of artists that have a, a big voice, big image, and can it can change a lot or shift shift the paradigm of how a lot of the the, the people or, the, or just the world think on a on a on a on a global scale then people either go crazy or they die so yo I don't, Brit- I, I don't know
0: Britney Spears was signed to job record she made a lot of money a lot of jive records. Could you imagine how much more money she could have made for jive records if she was able to keep her mental health, you know, sharp? Like, she, she was subjected to a lot at her early age. She had all that stardom, all that money, she started having children, new family. Way
1: back, she was she was in business. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. She was like a mousketeer or something like that, right? So imagine all that, all that pressure. And then in the industry and in her record label, they made Britney Spears was selling a lot of records. She sold a lot of records. Imagine if they would have invested in their investment, how many more records she could have sold. But I feel like that they kind of used up I She had like a residency in Vegas or something like that. But Britney Spears, who she was then, is she's a shell of herself now versus who she was then. And she probably had those same issues then, but there was probably more interest in managing those, in- those issues than there are now because she's not, she's not an earner. But what I'm saying is that they could have extended the shelf life of her career and helped her as a human being if she would have had the proper mental health treatment in place, you know? So that may be something that if record labels are doing it, kudos to them, if they aren't doing you're missing the mark. You're missing the mark on it because the, the artist definitely would benefit from it. So Iggy Azalea, she's playing with that. That's, that's, that's a great
1: idea. Plus, I think Iggy just, like, I was looking at some of the stuff. She's saying that, you know, she, uh, she just, whatever is coming up is going to be her final album and stuff like that. I just think that Iggy, I think she's going to, oh, you know what? Maybe she just matured enough to say, you know what? Me, you know, her, her, her showing her butt in all these pictures and, you know, portraying herself a certain way. Maybe she just woke up one day and snapped out of that. She see another way for her to rebrand herself and have it to where, you know, she might be on the cover of Revlon or whatever. You see what I'm saying? Or, uh, uh, you know, some, some, you know, like the real, real big magazine. But also, I just think it too, it's too much competition, man. You got Doja Cat. You got all these other people before on that same wavelength of the music that, that he was, was was making back in the day and it's like it's even one of two things her ghostwriter it's not dealing with her no more because everybody knows she had a ghostwriter or she just feel that she's being blackballed or she just feel that she can't hit that you know she's not at her peak no more you know that she that she's past the prime because there's way too much new music out here too many like come on it's like every week you're finding like four or five new celebrities of different genres making a crazy wave right now. And, I, and I, I I just think that ultimately, instead of her saying that she feel that she can't compete no more with the music, she's just saying like, look, you know, um, this is my last album and I'm going on the bigger and better thing. But like I said, from the different things that i read and saw online it, it looked like she just maturing you know she you know she has kids you know the, the, the son now by uh what's his name playboy cardi playboy cardi and i just think that she just you know opening up a whole nother chapter right now she's not looking back well you know hopefully
0: it works for her for that that's definitely a good idea that she had Sticking with the theme of, of mental health, did you see that Lizzo was on social media recently and she actually uploaded a video of herself in tears that she was visibly upset about um, being cyberbullied. You know, I guess she has her, um, her pictures out online and people are in the comments saying horrific things and fat shaming her for, um, for posting those pictures and talking about her weight, you know. Um, I'm, I'm, I have to be honest with y'all, I'm, I'm very confused um, by this. I'm not confused by the bullying aspect because I know that's very real and I know that people tend to cyber bully because of the ability to have anonymity. You know, the social media has created a platform where any joker can get online, say horrible things about people, do it in step mode where nobody knows who they are, um, and they can just be cool and, and, and just, just say horrible things. But what's confusing to me is that I always and I you know I apologize in advance. I'm not the biggest Lizzo fan, I don't really follow her much. I probably could name maybe two songs by Lizzo, but I always thought Lizzo's image was that she was a bigger woman that was proud of her body and not afraid to flaunt her body. And I thought I thought that people liked her for that reason, that she was, you know, she was comfortable in her skin as the bigger woman. Um, and she may be, she may be. Who am I to say? She may be. It just seems like now that people are turning up the did notch on her for her choice of outfits. You know, Lizzo, uh, put on G strings, thongs, um, bikini tops. So she's out there shaking and dancing and twerking and gyrating. And now people in the comment sections are just they they have something, they have an opinion, and they have something to say about it. So I'm I'm wondering, like. Because Lizzo is a public figure and a celebrity, and she puts that imagery online, those images are posted by her. You know, is she, is she vulnerable? Clearly, she's vulnerable for it. Do, do people have a right to offer their commentary on the photos? Are people wrong for saying something about her weight? Are people body shaming her? I, I just I don't know, because again, like to me, I thought her image was that she was a big woman. Am I missing something
1: with this? What do you think? Well, one thing I wanna say is big shout out to Lizzo. Um, I feel the same way with you as far as what I'm about to say right now, though, is that I can only name, I think, one or two songs. It was like the very first one or two songs that she came out with. Um, You know, they they were very catchy. I can't remember the name of the song, but they, they were very catchy. Yeah, she's
0: very talented though. She's very talented. Now an amazing singer, and an amazing artist.
1: Yeah, and I would say shout out to her because people gotta look at it too, man. Like every female that we see now with the nice body and all that, they wasn't always like that. You know? It was a it was it was a transformation. And but right Zach, now saying not to cut you off, but here's
0: here's something to think about, like we may not I may not think it you may not think that she has enough body but she's successful clearly there's a market for it there's some men out there okay. all the there's people out there who really appreciate her you know because she's not an unattractive woman but right. there are some people that really look at her like you know I really find
1: her to be sexy and, and attractive so and there's some and there's some and there's some women out there that make lizzo look like he got a, a Kim Kardashian body, basically, <laughs> it's a lot of, you know, it's, it's a lot. so, so big shout out to, you know, the, uh, thick women out there, the full figure women out there, the, the women that shop, I don't even know if it's still open, They shop at Ashley Stewart and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> nah, because at the end of the day, it's like, yo, um, beauty, beauty is enough. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You can have a woman with a, a quote-unquote perfect body, but attitude stink. And you can have a woman that weighs 500, 600 pounds, and she's the nicest, most daring person on the face of the earth. So it just, but being that we in this music realm, we in the entertainment realm, there's not a lot of female. Now I'm gonna show you all the contrast to this. It's not a. It's not a. a lot of successful, full figured female rappers that came out. Even R&B singers that came out that was like real, real big. You know what I'm saying? That that you that. that made Kelly it, price? A, Did you have no, I any? Mean like, no, I mean like real, real big. Like real, yeah. real big. Yeah. Now,
2: said now, Kelly Price
0: Kelly Price said that, that she, Executive, oh, though did you hear the story about her? Where yeah, she had an wow. issue with, you um, know, was it um, Kevin Lowes or what? She said it was Kevin Lows that he told her that in order for her to be successful, she had to lose weight, and that he, I guess, he put some sort of incentive in her contract that was saying that she had to lose, she had to lose weight to be successful. So mm. it, ha- it happens, you know,
1: it definitely happens. No but what, though, happens. I think, I think, see, and and the thing about it. It's just real disgusting how I can name seven or eight like obese male rappers, you know. But when it comes to female rappers showing off their body, it's a whole nother different thing. So at the end of the day, are people more in tune with hearing your music or looking at your body? Now, prime example, right? I'm saying I'm saying it like this, like. Whatever Lizzo's first, second song, the real big song that she, that, that people started knowing her about, if I'm, if I'm, you know, listening to her music, and I'm like, damn, this song is good. But then when I see her, I'm like, okay. Some people might get thrown off of like, oh, I didn't picture her to look this big and all that. Then when she starts coming out with the, like, you know, the, the, the spandex or the leotards or whatever she's doing, it it, it, it it makes it to where people feel uncomfortable because they might not wanna see that. You know what I'm saying? I mean a lot of times I, I, I don't wanna see it for real. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm gonna keep it funky. But But couldn't they not the they follow her? Huh? Couldn't they not follow her? Couldn't you just not
2: follow
1: her right. on Instagram or block, listen to okay. music or watch our video? You can block her you can put not interested in a lot of them different type of algorithms won't pop up on your phone or whatever but I'm looking at it as two it could be another thing shot just because she's boohooing and all that it doesn't mean that her record labels not putting the, the money to fund the campaign behind that to show her attention because you got to look at it in order for people to compete as far as musically in this oversaturated industry you got to get shot You got to go to jail you got to fall off stage you got to have a seizure all this other stuff bro so prime example just like with kanye a lot of people know still to this day but even back then kanye used to always talk about like he on tmz with the paparazzi kanye's people call the paparazzi to let him know where he's going to be and when the paparazzi get there he acts like oh Get out of my face! You, you, in my boundaries and all that. It's, it's all, it's just all coming up with different type of ways to make yourself marked. Cause this can't talk about. Huh?
0: We, we started out by saying that. I started out by saying, remember I said to you? I was like, I thought that that was a, thing that. I think that you know, I'm a plus size woman um and i think but you, the, the other thing i think to consider with her also is that like i guess he falls victim to european standards right so eurocentrically it's it's what's said is that in, in order for you to be practical you can't be a, a size woman so but uh, that's what she up against
1: yeah i tell you what though i believe lizzo years down a lot I, I don't think it's gonna happen like within the next two years or three years but she's gonna lose that weight And people gonna reflect on this, and they're gonna be like, "Damn, yeah, she was big, but you know what? She started eating healthy. She started doing her thing." Because I was, I was reading about some of the stuff that she was, you know, going to like up against. She's saying that yeah, she wants to represent the full figured women that that can still eat healthy. A lot of times, when you see a a full figured woman, you might not think that she's eating healthy at all. You might think she's just eating straight McDonald's and fast food, you know but nah there's a lot of full-figured women that eat healthy it's just that they started late you know what i'm saying so throughout the duration of time we will see what lizzo's going to be all about as far as with that you know health situation going on because we want lizzo to be around for a long time talented beautiful sister and we want to make sure that she stay healthy but at the same time, we don't, we don't, we don't condone cyberbullying and stuff like that because a lot of
2: people,
1: a lot of people don't have the mental capacity to like take the stuff that other people can endure as far as the cyberbullying. Some people be like, "Up, oh, you know what? I'm gonna block this person," or "You know what? I'm not even gonna respond to it." But with her, she's in the limelight, you know. And another thing too, we don't, we don't know what her background is, whether she was like. Physically abused, emotionally abused, and all that. So we gotta just, you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta treat it real, real delicate. But so once again, shout out to Lizzo, do your thing, girl. Well, what? They, look at this, look at Adele.
0: Adele lost the weight, and is Adele has Adele been the same since she lost the weight? I had one ride. She was plus size. She's not the same artist.
2: So yeah. that's
0: what I'm saying. Like I, have always thought that that was sort of Lizzo's. Um, I don't want to say gimmick, but I, her image. I thought that was yeah. like her, her image, and that's where she was going with. Mm hmm. Yeah, you know, so the only thing we could do is wish Lizzo well. And again, like I, you know, I, I definitely sympathize with her um, getting cyber bullied. You know, my recommendation would be turn off the comments, but don't change who you are. If you're comfortable in your skin. That's the only right. thing that matters. Man, Shikari Richardson got, they flamed her. They flame her and over the weekend they kept a, they put a foot on her neck and they stayed on her neck they've been on her neck the whole week, of in the um the hundred meter race. What are your thoughts on this? Did you see this and how do you feel about everything that's going on with Shikari right now? That's
1: another thing too. It's another thing, bro. You never know. She might have she might have lost that to bring more hype to her. You know what
2: I'm saying, no, I'm like, <laughs> nah, I'm saying
1: Mike, I'm saying Mike. But then another thing too, once, once, once them um other people that was, you know, in the Olympics prior to this this last race, which she came night, they they saw that as like a slap in the face. They like, yo, you gonna you gonna risk, you know, where you at right now, and you wanna take, you wanna smoke marijuana? You could have done that after the damn race. So that might have that might have put a battery in, in her competition back to go that you know to, to strive extra harder to to, 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 to to train extra harder. You never know, but I'm thinking it made it to where you know the people that she raced against they was like nah, all them had in their mind nah she is not gonna beat you. she's not gonna beat me, and that's the well, reason why she
2: okay.
1: that's the reason why she came in the last place.
0: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like they people make it out like that she was racing against me and you, she was right. racing against world class elite, world class athletes. Yeah, you know, my, my thing with her, like, I people every laugh at at her expense, but it's something I think that we got to think about. Like, I think America in particular they love to see somebody, America. And I would also say, people of color, we love to get behind somebody
2: and rally
0: on behalf of them. We love it. Like we like to see them ascend and do well. But you know we, what we love more than that? Their decline. We seem to take we seem to take joy and seeing people like, oh, you think you all are? Here's a, here's a slap back down to, to reality, and that's that's really unfortunate because there are so many people that. When she tested positive for marijuana, there were people making shirts, everybody on yeah. social media, oh, let her run, let her, she ain't do nothing, it's only marijuana, it's legal in most the states and people went hard in support of her. And they were extremely supportive of her, but those same people that were extremely supportive of her, it's like a switch, click. Literally in a matter of a couple of months, and she went from being the best thing in the world to the punchline. And people's jokes, and so to me, it's like, yo, why do we, why do we get behind her and support her? Did we get behind her and support her um, too early in the game? Like, did she, you know, were we, were we overzealous, and did we put out, yo? Or we just, it was a feel-good story that everybody hitched their wagon to, and was like, yeah, I really like this. I like what's going on. This is a nice sound bite. This is something for us to talk about. We're gonna champion her, and then automatically shift gears on her where she's not successful. And then I wonder, would she have had the same backlash or would she have got the same ridicule or, or, or meme if she would have went to the Olympics and performed in that, in that manner, Right? So to me, it's just like, come on, like if, if we got support her, like support her and even in her, support her when she's doing well and support her when she, she, she's down. The other part that I don't like is that in this, what they successfully did is they created, they created even more competition amongst women, right? So that's about her and, 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 and um, how do you call it, the Jamaican ladies that finished first, second, and third, you know, clowning her in comparison to them. So for, you put the woman against woman and you put women of color against each other. And off take of now, we you know what, now she's been humble. Now we need to humble her. Either humble now, but last month or way right before the Olympics started, everybody was riding for her about how wonderful she was and how she was the number one after let her run let her run let her run and then Sunday come around Saturday or Sunday whatever day it was she lost the race and it was like yo know, the, the hell with her she a clown you know she was, she was probably so a weed that
1: what she lost so that last race when she came at ninth that was her very last race right she dropped out of the, um the next competition
0: the next one I like think the 200 meter I think she dropped out of it
2: Nah, gotta,
0: watch not, that. and her people should to me her people shouldn't have pulled her her people shouldn't have pulled her from it I don't think they should have pulled her from the race because I think that there's success in failure like sometimes you need to fail to succeed like she takes and go back to the drawing board and really study it and say okay maybe I'll slow out the gate maybe I need to do this maybe I need to do that maybe this is the, this is the level of competition that I'm actually face, facing so I need to train harder But to me, you don't shy away from adversity. Like, if her people take her back to local events and have her race me and you in the park, and she's gold medal out of (laughs) me and you, that doesn't do anything to help her improve on a world stage. Like, you you
1: have to take those bumps and bruises to get better. you do you really think that, what's the odds of one of the best current females track stars coming in dead last. What do, what do I think of the odds of it? I think it was legitimate.
0: You don't think you it know was why? playing that way? You don't think it was playing that way? No, you know why I don't think it was playing that way? I think because at the trials, you're competing against people that's just that. These are people that's at the trials, you know? Like these are all people who want the opportunity to get on the um, the Olympic team and represent the U.S. So it's no different than, I don't know if you ever had this experience where you play sports for a team in your town or whatever, and the man, the guy who was the man in your town, and I've seen this before too, the guy who was the man in your town, the man on your team or whatever it is, you go to play in a tournament, and at that tournament you're playing against, you know, competition across the country, and then that person that was the man on your team is relegated to a role player, in that particular, in that particular environment, because there is kind of like this big fish and in a in a, in a small pond thing, you know. Like you look at players that I know. For me, growing up, Felipe Lopez, highly talented, Felipe Lopez from Dominican Republic, could have went out of high school and easily been drafted in the top five. Arguably one of the best high school basketball players that I've ever seen and knew about anything. Like, but then got on the college level and went from he went from a great player in high school. On a college level, too, I would say an average to good player. And then the NBA player, he just, you know, probably a mediocre player at best. So as you step up in competition, there's, le- there's levels to it. And Shikari, to me, she's a young athlete that's been, she's been running for a while. But when you're facing world-level competition, you know, and people that may have been doing it longer than you, it's just a, it's just a different it's a different animal. So no, I'm, I'm not surprised that she finished last. But I have liked to see her finish better. Yes, but I don't think that there was any coincidence as to why she was why she finished last. She probably hasn't even been running against competition in that magnitude. All of them are fully trained, coming fresh out of the Olympics, coming off of gold, silver, and bronze medals. The um, the Jamaican team, you know, team Jamaica. Right, and the lady just missed the, the damn record in that in that particular race, just missed the record by less than half a second or something like that. So that should tell you about the quality of people she was racing against. So do you think... All uh, right. Conspiracy Power with Zane has now started. Yeah, Zane. Right.
1: So do you think that if she didn't smoke marijuana prior to the other one that she got disqualified from Do you think she would have made at least one or two in that race? Or is this do like I, or, or it's like a you never know situation? Do I think she would have performed better in the Olympics? Yeah, like, th- like, like, like,
2: I think, think she, that
0: was... she would have had a better performance. Do I think she would have won? I don't know if she would have won, but I think she would have performed better in the Olympics. Because I do think she put on a good face, and she said the right things, but I do think that she's probably discouraged. You know, she's coming off of losing her mother. She was extremely excited about the opportunity to go and have that opportunity taken away from her. You know, like, there's, there's a possibility that her motivation to continue to keep running may have taken a hit as a result of everything that went on. So if, if the, the, the athletes that she was that she's competing against had been running from doing all that training that ran through the Olympics, like to me, they're far more primed and in better shape than her. Not to say that she wasn't at home practicing, but she wasn't, you know, she wasn't running against the same level of competition. So I think that had she wouldn't have had that hiccup and would have went to the Olympics, she would have probably performed better than a ninth place um, positioning that she came in in that particular race. But let's be, let's be real. Like it's, you, you can't do any worse than last place. So she yeah. but, okay, it came in eighth place in the Olympics. We don't we don't know, but I I, I do think that she'd have performed better. Nah, go ahead. And I was gonna say, and I don't think that it was any trickery in her coming in last because the race was held in Oregon also. If my if my understanding is correct, she's a Nike athlete. Nike headquarters is in Oregon. If at any any stage that she needed to perform on,
1: to me, was right
0: there in front of.
1: Nike's that's what I'm saying, so I think it might have been his politics, bro. And I forgot that it was in Oregon. So, but once you said Nike, I was like, yeah, Nike is based out of Oregon. It, like, what's the what's the what's the likelihood of that happening? To where she comes in dead last, where her top sponsor is
2: headquartered?
1: That sounds like politics, bro. But you know what? To I'm me, a- the better
0: politics would have been her winning it. The better politics, the better feel-good story, and everything is her coming back from this stuff, from all this this stuff, and having triumph. That's a far better story than you you because her trajectory is trending downwards. Her stock oh,
2: is going yeah. down,
1: you know. Yeah. And Nike, Nike is a brand on real You know how much money by from not just Nike, but all them other companies that were attached to her, and none of them dropped her after that situation, but you know how much money and campaigning dollars goes towards, I mean, not saying that she was the only athlete that Nike was was, was, was behind, of course, it was a multitude of, of, of other people that were there, but that's like a slap in the face to, like, all the companies that believe in her, that she would... Follow protocol and do the right thing. And if you notice she's the only athlete that went through that bullshit. So when she comes back to the hometown of or the or or the, 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 the state of the of where the headquarters is, she has to take that out. That's showing her hey any given time, any given time this can happen to you. We can we can, we can boost you up, but if you don't follow protocol and you wanna just do whatever you wanna do, the sweep, the sweep the road from under. Yo, so I was saying, remember
0: what I said? I said America loves a feel good story, right? So they like to see people up, but they love to see if people come crashing back down. But you know what they also love? A rebound and resilience, right. resilience is very marketable. So I don't
1: think it's over for her. I think that That's if she- That's why I would have planned, bro. That's what I'm saying. It yeah, went, she went through the peaks and valleys. And now the next, the next that she's gonna do, when she come in first place and all that other stuff. They, it makes more, it makes more of a better story overall. Cause it shows the peaks and valleys that she went through. But by her doing that and getting disqualified starts with an Olympic joint, Nah, those those are big wigs. Now, it could have been any other damn thing, but the Olympics, nah. You know what? Mob behind that or big, big wigs behind that stuff, bro. The stage that's, is that, the that's, set. That's the, that's the world stage right there. That's not well, just-
0: The stage you know is set what? now though, Zane. like it you don't- know, She could go out and win a race right now against five people in, in in college. The stage has been set now. Like she's been
2: the so the narrative has
0: been you. the narrative has been created that it's her against the, the the um how you call it the Jamaica the team Jamaica that those are the mm-hmm. fastest runners and that she has to be able to beat them. So mm-hmm. me, I'm cool with her progressing from ninth place to fifth place to third
1: to eventually challenging. You know I but we have you know, eight to one or two that, that next that next big race. We need, to but we need,
0: we we need a. We live in a microwave society that wants instant results. So they want to see her go from getting disqualified to winning, nice place. coming in first or oh, whatever. Like, I just don't see it. I think I honestly think that that undermines the talent of Team Jamaica. And Team Jamaica yeah. didn't finish in gold, silver, and bronze for any for any reason like that. These are not slouches that she's running against. She's running oh, all the way. Well, Jamaica all the, always. All the way. Oh, always had yeah, she's two. running on the world yeah, stage. She running she's running on she's running on the world stage. So you're running on the world stage and the, the level of competition is better, you know, then yo, you gotta you gotta come with your A game. So as far as her being humbled and stuff like that, like I'm sure it was humbling for her. But to me, the lesson to be learned in this is that, yo, there's the resilience. Like, yo, you keep pushing, you keep going, you keep doing your thing. And I still see, I still see a great deal of potential with her, which she could be, if she, if her handlers play it right with her, because I don't think she need to withdraw out of any, any, um, any more races. I think she should have ran the 200, and however she performed, she performed. And if she needed an excuse to fall back on, she could have easily been like, well, I haven't been running competitively against top-notch runners in several months because I was out of the Olympics. I got to get my legs back. I got to get my time in. This is the biggest race I've been in. Well, there's a number of built-in excuses she could have went with. Not, yeah, I'm not even doing this no more because of the embarrassment. Yeah.
1: All I'm going to say that's going to correlate with this Richardson woman, Mm -hmm. remember how much and how vocal, but I mean, two two different personalities, of course, but I'm just trying to match the dots. She messed up. Now think about LeBron. When LeBron was very vocal and all this other stuff, and then look, went to the playoffs, right? As soon as I saw Anthony Davis had the injury, I said it's over. It's over.
0: That's that's more it's about performance. Well. That's more about LeBron, well, <laughs> not 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 his vocal, not him being vocal on uh-huh. issues. Well, people I'd be, be thinking this whole industry stuff is just fixed bro rig Rig uh, yeah probably you know probably to a degree there's some shenanigans in it but I also think that again like I said like I think that the level of competition when the level of competition increases you have to increase you know your your, your skill set also there's there's a reason why you know um there there there's a reason why there are the top 50 basketball players of all time, when everybody else is underneath. Or there's a reason why there's only a hundred some people in the NBA. You know, like you could be. There are people who in college have been great basketball players in college, and then got to the NBA and couldn't even make the league or rose the pine like that. You know, so as competition is competition, man. A, there's
1: a reason why she came dead last place in Oregon. I know. Headquarters of Nike. Cause she was. Cause she was the slowest. Nah, man. Messed <laughs> up get from getting disqualified to the other drink. So you think
0: Nike was punishing her? Hell yeah. Nike, Nike, not gonna punish their
1: product. That's their, that's their investment. Speaking of punishment, New York people. Now, now, look. When she, when she, when she starts to ascend again, that's gonna make her even more popular than she was before. But they had, they had to show her a lesson. So what? So how did they? How did Nike? where
0: did Nike go to her and tell her? You got to
1: take that out. You got to lose. Somebody told her. I don't. I don't think Nike like did it, but Nike used maybe maybe her trainer. I don't know. It was something like put it this way: the trainer knew that she was gonna come in last place. <laughs> <laughs> the trainer knew. So Nike not gonna initially go straight directly to her, but trust me, the trainer knew what was gonna happen. So the, so the trainer went to her and told her.
2: Yo, the trainer the went
1: to her and told her, her like, look, fall that. back, take a couple of strides back, embarrass yourself. You <laughs> that's how it works, bro. Nah, bitch,
2: is... nah,
1: Jane yo, she ain't going for that. Oh. She, she has no choice. Yo, she, not going she's, for that. she, with, she's with Nike. Whatever Nike say, she gotta do. Uh-oh. That's like, that's like, that's like when, okay, oh. I'm running for president, whether male, female, whatever. And then they say, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. They get elected. What happened? They work for the entity. Yo, you think so? Fun, she, so yeah, so hold on. So she signed a deal with Nike.
0: And then Nike told her, since you, since you got caught smoking weed, we want you in front of us when you race in Oregon, arguably against the best
1: runners the best competition right. You right. She is, right? The she is, right she got caught smoking weed and she lost to the jamaicans oh rubbed it in her face, <laughs> <laughs> it in her face. <laughs> what's yo, the irony of that bro
0: Yeah, nah I, I i i i disagree i just think she got beat by better runners but speaking of this, speaking of of, of, of irony and taking L's. Did you hear that New York Governor Cuomo had to finally resign amid all of the the, uh, the sexual accusations he had and transgressions? Yeah, what are your thoughts around that? And this, y'all, that's funny we're talking about this because this kind of ducktails into, remember we were talking about Bill Cosby also. Yeah. And I was saying, I was like, you know, What people don't realize about this stuff is you could say, you know, because I've heard people say, well, he was positioning himself to become president. People didn't want him to become president. So because of the political parties that be, you know, they threw this monkey wrench in his plan and everything. And I don't want to say that that's not possible because I believe that that very well could have happened. But I also think that in order for people to find a smoking gun, you, you know, you have to be the one who actually pulled the trigger. So if he wasn't in wow. these positions of touching these women and stuff like that, you think that they would have this material on him, or you think that he, you think that they made this up? Because he admitted to doing this stuff.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you know when I moved from New York to New Jersey, I had Hold a no, lot. You're not,
0: about you're not about to incriminate yourself and say you touched something,
1: right? No, 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 okay. no. No, no, cool. <laughs> well, no. no, no. When I moved from New York to New Jersey, um, very cool with a lot of Italian brothers and sisters that was my age, right? Mm -hmm. What is the stigma about Italian? I know where you're
2: going
0: with
1: this. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Now, you don't gotta answer that part, but can you can you name when we ever had a full Italian president? No. Number, number three. You got to go to number two. All right, I went to number two. I mean, uh, no, no, no. I went to number one first, and then I okay. went to number two. Okay. Now, 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 now remember, because number one, you was like, and I said, you, you don't got to answer that part. Number okay. three, right? Following the one and two situation, do you know if they have a president... Of that origin, how much they think it might be too much of a, uh, too much muscle. So, what I'm thinking is that it's another, another situation, another. Reel them back in? (laughs) No, no, I mean, I mean, just like with the, you know, Richardson situation, it's like, it's it's all a play. It's all a play. They, they, to me, they never had a full Italian president, and I think America hear, well, don't want that mm. because See, of
0: you think on the world state, You think? Well, I don't. I don't know because his popularity was definitely increasing with with um with COVID, and he took a hit for his handling of COVID towards the latter tenure of his um his time as the governor. But again, right. I, I also go back to I just I think that. I don't want to discredit or deny or say that politics weren't in play because I do think that a lot of it was politically motivated to say like, okay, I'm a conservative, I don't like this guy. Or yeah, he, he did have a lot of political enemies. So, you know, I could see people saying, okay, this, this is what we are gonna get him on. We're gonna focus on this. And as a result of focusing on this, we're gonna get him out of the office. But the but, but, but I want to go back to Zayn Regardless of whatever their play was, like he gave them, he gave them the ammunition. You can't get mad that you got caught if you actually you actually did the stuff. Had he wouldn't have done the stuff, they would have probably had to get him on something else. And because they may, like you're saying, they may not have wanted him to be in that seat as the president, maybe they would have got him on something else. Maybe they would have dug in his past and they would have found something else about him
1: that was like, alright, so this is the thing we're going to go to. But I'm just saying that he gave them the ammunition to do it. Shop. Shop. In, your, in your life, have you ever recalled more than a handful of times or or maybe not even five times that you were embraced or hug by somebody and you let it happen that a person that you didn't want to hug you? Or at least try to like Block halfway, not just have it to where they fully embrace you. Well, I've never had that. So if I don't want to person and hug me, I'm gonna block it. They're gonna know that I'm pulling back, or I'm gonna push them. I'm not well, gonna embrace
2: you know that, I, that I want to
0: hug. It's, it's that's it's, I think that's in our nature in terms of who we are by way of creating boundaries. But I'm happy you bring that up because I think one thing that I'm very conscious of and roles that I play in life like you know like I've been in positions at jobs where I've been directors supervisors for many years now or even in my role at the the college you know like you have to be mindful of what you bring to the table in your role and I think that with me being in management and having these positions for so long like I know that I can't sit around male or female staff and make a whole bunch of Sexual in your windows or you know, touch people. Like I'm not by nature, I'm not gonna go out and try to hug somebody I don't know anyway. You know, that's just me. And I and, and I've heard people say also, well, you know, in Italian culture, you know, people will hug, they hug and they're handsy and stuff like that. That doesn't necessarily mean that everybody else is gonna embrace that or everybody is happy with that. And it may have been an issue in terms of where, you know, Cuomo didn't realize that he was making people uncomfortable that may very well be the case but the fact that that happened that doesn't dismiss the fact that that he did it and you have to as a man in a position of power you have to be aware of how you come across and how you put yourself out there how you portray yourself because it can easily be misconstrued as quid pro quo like you know like all right if i don't hug this man then when it comes time for me to get a raise i'm not gonna get a raise or when it comes time for me to be considered for whatever political ambition I have, I'm going to want his endorsement or I'm going to need a favor from him. So I have to agree to it. You know, at the end of the day, like, hopefully the lesson for him, learn from this, because I don't think he's finished. I think he definitely can rebrand himself, come back in another capacity and potentially make a run at at the Oval Office, maybe down the road. That may be, that may be in his future. I just think that he
1: needs to learn from this, that he has to have better um, and How much do we know experience. about? How much do we know about his replacement? The lady that replaced him?
0: I don't know much about her, you know. I don't know much about her because one, I don't reside in I don't reside in New York. And I also think that largely she was used as some as almost like a, a token, for lack of a better word, um being a lieutenant governor. You know, like she wasn't somebody who was actively thrust. Active, she wasn't Active until everything came up with him, and then now it's kind of like she was thrust into the limelight. Like, okay, like, yeah, it's replacement. And I, you know, I read the newspaper, and been another male because if another I- male would have gone through the same crap, they would have been like, Look. Well, she 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 was it's politics again. She was the lieutenant governor, so in the event that he is a, 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 to resign, she automatically was elevated to, to that position. The same way I don't know if you remember Elliot Spitzer. Elliot Spitzer, yeah. the governor, who he got caught where he was hiring the escorts, and then we end up getting David Pat. New York State got David Patterson as the governor, the dude, the black dude that was legally blind because of that, because he was the lieutenant governor. Um, so it, it wasn't like they just trying to find a replacement. It's like, if you're the lieutenant governor, you ascend to that position in the event something happens to the governor. And I just saw on the news that she has a gentleman that I think that he was, uh, I, think, I don't know if he was an assemblyman or something like that, that he's going to be the new black guy, going to be the new lieutenant governor. So if something ended up happening to her, that he would ascend to the position. But they're speculating that she put him on a ticket to try to mobilize Black voters, because I think that governor seat is up for election next year. You know, so a white woman at the head of the ticket and a lieutenant governor, a black man. That's that's what it looks like. Governor Patterson, when he replaced Elias Spitzer, he was he was illegally black. Okay, Governor Patterson. Yeah. Now,
1: now, now, answer me this though, right? Say if Cuomo wasn't a male, Cuomo was a female. You think mm-hmm. it, this this would have been the same play? You think if, if she if if, if Cuomo happened to have been a female and all then, this stuff happened, think? the same allegations that it would have been the same
0: outcome? I think it would have been worse. You know why I think it would have been worse? Because the scandal would have been even bigger. It's it's sad that it's become commonplace for us to believe that men only sexually harass women. So I think it would I think it would have been even bigger that people would have been like, wait a minute, you gonna tell me this is a female? sexually harassing her male subordinates, and to remove sex out of the equation. I think, again, if we go back to politics, political parties and affiliations, if people didn't like that female, they would they have found a way to get out. Look how many conservatives can't stand Nancy, Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi throw an, a, a party at her house. They got pictures of her having parties where people don't have on a mask or she go to get her hair done and a person in the salon don't have on a mask and they're putting that up out there also showing. So a lot of times it's about the ammunition that you give these people to to actually dig up the dirt on them. You know, like the same thing with the conservative dude when he was um, going for Supreme Court justice, Brett Kavanaugh, where they found the um, the woman who accused him uh, raping her, I think in college, or sexually assaulting her in college, like, if that stuff is out there, it's, if it's a smoking gun to be found, people are gonna dig it up and find it if they don't like you, and, I, and sadly, like I said, I think Cuomo just gave them the ammunition. Cuomo is so disliked that they talking about his his father. He named what, was, what used to be the Tappan Zee Bridge that connected Westchester and Rockland. He renamed it to the Mario Cuomo Bridge. They put a petition in place where they wanna rename it again out of the Cuomo name. It's probably have to do with this, but they want to, they want to, they want to rename it. They want to rename it, I think, for a firefighter that um that passed away, or rename it back, switch it back to the Chappin Bridge. That's how they feel yeah. about Cuomo.
1: I haven't, I didn't follow like a lot of the intricate de- details of this particular case with Cuomo, but I don't know if you know or not. Did they ever um interview any of his bodyguards? his bodyguard? No, I
0: don't, I, I'm not certain, but I know they did a thorough investigation. Um, New York State Attorney, Attorney General Leticia James, who is actually, I think, I believe she's a Democrat also. She's the one who came back with the findings um, against him and, and found that he was, you know, in fact, guilty of improper conduct.
1: You know, it's so, real hard to come back from that, bro. Like, I mean, you never know. I mean, things do happen. People, people can change or people can, you know, forgive others for doing X, Y, Z, but for him to be in that political, but I mean, but damn, look at all the stuff that Trump was going through and, and this dude still got elected president and then well, stayed president. Well, so that's
0: why I, I said like, this. He's not done because as far as I know, I haven't heard of anything criminally, criminally being filed against him. I know everything right now is like civil you know, and people was calling for his resignation, which he fought to now. but I haven't heard of any criminal charges. So, you know, who knows? Like, if he get the right public relations people around him, maybe he could rebrand, maybe he could retool, or maybe he could do what a lot of people don't do, which we were saying about the baby. Like, sometimes just go away. Just go yeah. away for a little while, let things die down, and then return on the scene, and you know what? I, I realized that I made
1: people uncomfortable, or whatever it is. Like,
0: he 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 can rebrand. He
2: can so he's re-brand. gonna
1: have to. He's gonna have to make a a big uh, a big scene, right, to where he gets rebaptized.
0: You mean? What do you mean? He has to make a big scene. Like he has to do something that's
1: that's. He probably got to get baptized. Or he has to get baptized again and come out that water like.
2: Like. <laughs> Yeah, doing everything
0: according to God's will. Well, he's in the he's in the private sector now, so he got to I guess he got to figure out how you make a splash in the in the in the private sector that's yeah. uh, that's that's valuable enough or shows enough to restore faith in him. Because right now he's just viewed as a dude who was sexually inappropriate with these female staffers and. You know, um, his. I think his defense was that he, you know, that he's handsy, or he didn't know that it made people uncomfortable. Or I think he even tried to throw it off on his heritage. Um, but yeah, it,
2: just, cause I remember, it Yeah,
1: because remember several months ago when, when when he was, you know, saying what he was saying at the podium, and he was saying how his, his his father, you know, he saw like you know, it's 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 you know, tradition. He saw growing up how his father used to be like touchy feely and you know but showing showing like i guess more of like i guess in their tradition quote unquote it's just showing like you know but not in that way or not in that light he said he was saying that uh several months ago and he said growing up seeing that he just thought it wasn't like people didn't take it the way that is magnified of what they saying he allegedly tried to do yeah we got you know, a, a lot of feed- we
0: got a lot of feedback on the um the Bill Cosby video, I wonder when people, you know, if people, if you're watching this episode, I wonder what your thoughts are. I'll leave it down in the comments, like, you know, people position are gonna be that um, these women lied on, <laughs> they lied on Governor Cuomo. He didn't really that com- do
1: it. That, that, that comment section of, of the of the episode that, that you referred to, yeah, you know, there were women that were uh, voicing their opinion or their perspective about certain things, but, we got, but, uh, uh, shout out, shout out to the strong women out there, we would never have it to where we showing, uh, something, maybe things were taken out of context in a certain, in a certain, certain, uh, situations and that, but, you know, um, uh, but, but, but back to Cuomo, yeah, I mean, he might, I don't know, man, He, he, he might be able to revive himself, but, I don't. I don't think so. I think. I think the political realm. He needs to just. He needs to just wash it up. All that Yeah. He need, he, because 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 he's gonna start put putting the dent in his in his in his you know family name. You don't you know. Well, they
0: already they already started with the dismantling of him. Like um, I also heard today that it was revealed that there were far more COVID deaths in New York City than he yeah. actually reported and. So, I mean, it, it it is what it is. Like, even if it's, again, I go back to, because I do believe a lot of people say it's politically motivated. It may be politically motivated, but... you talk talking about the nursing home stuff, right? The nursing home stuff and these accusations, you know, mm-hmm. but here's the thing that if you didn't do the stuff, then they wouldn't be able to get you on it. So that's equivalent to, that's equivalent to let's say I'm in politics, right? And, you know, Years ago, I got arrested for selling drugs and they dig that up and they be like, yo, this dude's a drug dealer, you know, and what am I going to say? Oh, but you dug that up because you don't want me in office. The fact <laughs> of the matter is, <laughs> serious, like, yo, the fact of the matter is what? Yeah. I did it. Yeah. I did it, right? Like, if you, if, if I didn't do it, it wouldn't be there. Well, and think, them, yeah. yeah and i think that that's what people get lost on like this is this is not a manufactured story this was several women that came out and was like yo he was playing grab ass with them trying to kiss them doing, what? Just do, yeah like grabbing their ass just doing all kind of stuff that was that was and that was inappropriate and the thing about it that yo i tip my cap to him like i think initially he started started off with the argument of that he, you know, I didn't do it, or I don't recall, or whatever it is, but I think slowly but surely somebody probably advised him. And he shifted from I didn't do it to I didn't realize I was making people feel uncomfortable in my heritage. You know, his story shifted from where it wasn't about denying and trying to shame the victim to more so along the lines of like, I was, I was wrong, but I didn't realize I was wrong. And, and we we need to get to a point where people actually move away from that and get to, yeah, I was wrong. But I'll take that over, yeah, I don't know, these women was hoes, or they knew what they <laughs> was doing with, with me, or, or they knew that I was the governor, and this is what, you know? I, so he, yeah. there was some progression. There was some progression in terms of that timeline with him, but actually admitting it. But again, I go back to, like, if them skeletons or them bones aren't in the closet, people can't, they you know, they can't dig them out on you. They can't. They can't be like yo, Shanon was dealing drugs back in 1997. This that or whatever. We got the rap sheet, and then I'm gonna be like yo, you, you dug that up because you don't want me to be governor. Nah, I don't want you to be a governor. But 1997, you sold crack. So you know, it, it, if 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 that's not there for them, they can't they can't weaponize something against you. That's not there because. If I never sold drugs, I could be like, yo, go check the police records. There's no record of me ever being arrested for it. There's no record or of me could be, Or it could be, you dug it up because you racist. So it, so it, it, that comes <laughs> up too. When that comes up too. Comes that's, up too. The you know power, know? that's the power, that's the Trump, that's the power call. Power. But you know what that is? That's a deflection from what it actually is. Whether you dug it up because you don't want me to be the governor, okay. because you are yeah. racist, because you don't yeah. like me, because I'm taller than you, because I got more than you or less than you, whatever it is. At the end of the day, yeah. if you got me on doing it, you got me. I did it. I did it. You know.
1: And, and you know what it is too, though, Sha. Um, that's why I was like you need to stay out that political realm because damn he get in the political realm again and this happen- is another situation happen again that's it Well, he, he's done he's well you done know
2: why,
0: you know why I say that he shouldn't that if I was him I wouldn't shy away from it I wouldn't shy away from it because you see these debates and all these debates all they do is attack people on their personal character and their record yeah, yeah, yeah. you know all of the debates about is is, is is stuff well you You had these lawsuits where you said that, you know, you're some lord, or you did this and you did that. And it really don't have much to do about people's policy. It's just digging up dirt on them and putting it on a national scale or making their supporters aware or the people who are on the fence aware. So I I definitely, I don't see him as being ruined. I just think, you know, he got to sit it out for a cycle. So maybe he doesn't run for president, you know, next time it comes up. He's still a young enough man that, you know, after, after uh, Biden and Kamala finish their term, whoever else is in, or if they get put back in, then he revisits, you know, eight years from now, whatever. You know, there's plenty of time for him to restore faith and plenty of time for people to forget because between now and eight years, somebody else gonna touch something. Somebody else gonna do something far more
1: heinous. (laughs) Trust me, bro. The way it's going, I don't think Biden is gonna get reelected.
0: Um, you know you know what? Honestly I say it's too early to too early to say that because where where we're like we how we they seven and eight months said. They quoting how he's like losing losing his cognitive uh functioning. we with with seven with seven or eight months. Into everything that's going on, and God only knows how many more stimulus checks. You know, when when year four rolls around, there'll be some stimulus checks. There'll be some some college student loan forgiveness. There'll be some stuff that's going to make people forget all about
1: the faculties eroding and all the other stuff. People only focus on the here. Hopefully, that. by, oh, by yeah. in God's name, this COVID stuff will be, you know, somewhere gone or damn near gone. I hope I so too I can't take that stuff anymore. yeah yo so that concludes
0: episode 93 WWRD What Would Rob Do? Rob we know you watching we hope you get well soon so you can come back get back with us get in here and join in on these conversations Z thanks for the great chat tonight man I appreciated it thank you I was rocking with you I don't know about the Shikari
1: uh, conspiracy you kind of went to the, went to the left on that um.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> look it's looking too crazy it's looking too crazy but she, she will she will bounce back she will bounce back and it'll be a way better story than what's already played out right now but them yeah. tune in to the zane conspiracy
0: hour that the the next no ideas original show Ooh. coming soon zane spinoff the conspiracy hour with zane